The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Let's get out of here. Before we do, we're telling you about the uh, uh, the pet uh, food drive we're doing, which is pretty awesome. we got that deal going on right now and told you about it. If you look it up at 98kupd.com, no stray left behind. The pet food drive for our friends at uh, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue in the Arizona Humane Society. Uh, Adam Phillips emails and said, John, we're doing a food drive, too, uh, with the AZDT. That's the drinking team. Yep. Uh, and it says on the 18th, it's the last day of your drive. We're donating to the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue as well. We figured we could team up and drop off the last day if you're interested. Absolutely. Adam Phillips. Barksandbullets.com if you want to help out with those guys. And the drinking team will do it. We'll toss all that in. We team up. We, we got a partner now. Yeah, Another we go. one. The drinking team's in. Barksandbullets.com. Thank you, Adam. Awesome. And you guys can help out with that one uh, and, and get that going. Well, it's sweet already. Yeah, that, that, uh, they make our hearts warm, so the doggies, uh, they drive it. It's pretty great. And people are all asking about tomorrow's beer thing over at Four Peaks. If you ordered and you can't pick up, and I got a bunch of those. Like, oh, I'm delayed. I'm not gonna. Oh, they're gonna. Say, they'll save it for you. Your name's on a list. Yeah. So you ordered. You paid. You're on a list. You're good. And as far as the pint glasses go, um, unless you wait like months, they're pretty much gonna hang out. Yeah, they that should as have well. for you. Yeah, so you'll get your you'll get your commemorative cup as well. It's a glass, you see. That's pretty great. Barks and Bullets doing their thing. What do you got? Oh, is barrels coming in now? Oh man, well, charities are awesome. Today's the day for their food drive. Oh, this today is, is the it? Day. Okay, sweet. All right, so here you go. Barrels is uh, doing the St. Mary's Food Bank. You've been hearing us talk about that, too. It's today. 100% of pro- proceeds from all sales at all Barrels Pizza locations go to St. Mary's Food Bank. Uh, and you can order online. You can go in person, delivery, whatever. Every location. That's pretty awesome. It's uh, the Doran- That would be a good chunk of change. That's a lot. Well, especially if people are like, if we're going to get pizza, we're doing it at uh, it's Barrows, right? I yeah. say Barrows. Barrows. Dor- uh, Doran Barrow Holiday Hunger Fight is named... After the matriarch of the family, uh, the family lost uh, Doran in 2016, the 11th year they've done this thing, which is pretty awesome. Uh, last year, more than $330,000, so they're looking to beat that. They've raised over $2 million since they started this, so you can do a hashtag uh, Borrows Hunger Fight uh, on social media if you want to go there. And Borrows is a pizza place for you. If you want pizza today, get it for your office, whatever. That's to do it. Yeah. 100% of the proceeds go directly to the charity. That's awesome. So, so thank you to Barrels Feed Pizza. yourself and feed yeah. somebody else. Barrels used to be a mainstay for me. It was right oh, down yeah. the street when I lived in Mesa. We used to love that place. Uh, so thank you very much. That's pretty great. Uh, it's time now for the Entertainment Drill, which is brought to our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And uh, Brett handed me this email this morning. 
Says, uh, John, I need tactical black. On my way to work, in the light rail, some random guy walks up to me and says, hey, can you hear me? Who are you talking to? And I had one earbud in. Uh, Who the F are you talking to, he says. My reply was, no one. I'm listening to the radio. Uh, As the light rail opened its doors, I walked by the guy, and he took a swing at me and tried to, and he hit me in the throat. Uh, Security was right there, or he would have heard on the news about me getting stabbed. He had a knife. Uh, and all I'm thinking is like, man, I've heard it for years. Why am I not doing it? Definitely need tactical black in my life. Aiden, there you go. I mean, talk about the, the craziness of the world just going sideways like that. Just trying to go to work. You didn't wake up thinking this was going to happen. I always think of that poor lady that jogged that beautiful road up in north central Phoenix. Every day, jogged the road. And she said she'd take different routes here and there. Some dude pops out of a bush with a machete one morning. Like, ah, today's the day. Start swinging at her. You never know when the world's going to get goofy. It's not your uh, world to live paranoid in, but you know what? Put some stuff in your pocket where you know exactly what to do in case one of these situations presents itself. Dude like that starts walking up to you with a, you know, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You don't get on that train. Yeah. Like one of the first things you do is don't cross paths with them. Don't turn your back on them. They teach you all sorts of things like that right off the bat that you think you're just being normal. A lot of most people's natural reactions just act like this isn't happening. This be normal, be normal. You get your back turned to a lunatic who's got bad intentions, and the lunatic will show you his bad intentions. Uh, keep him right in front of you. Somebody close enough to stab you or punch you is close enough to get punched back. Uh, and they teach a knife defense like crazy. I'm sorry that happened to you, Aiden, but it is uh, there's solutions. Not to say that it's foolproof and you become invincible, but you certainly become stronger, smarter, and better. And again, perfect example. You were a sheep. There was a wolf. We needed a sheepdog. Security was there. It all takes one guy who's willing to take care of the nutbag, and it can be you. It doesn't mean you should go looking for it, but when it finds you, have something in your back pocket. You know what to do. It is an amazing thing. We did some great stuff yesterday. I was worn out. Uh, And all you have to do is get out there. You'll get in great shape. You'll learn a ton of stuff in case this kind of goofiness happens to you. It's probably not going to, but Aiden thought that until this morning. So uh, think about that, and uh, are you prepared? Are you a victim? Are you wandering around with no knowledge of how to defend yourself or the people around you? Well, they'll fix it. ReactDefense.com. You can get those gift certificates, too. Too much training, $189. That slides right into a stocking for someone you care about or even maybe yourself. Uh, ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Kylie Jenner and uh, Travis Scott are catching some heat. What they do? They flew from Miami to Van Nuys, California on separate jets. Well, yeah, you got them. And they're catching a lot of heat because they used over 15,000 pounds of jet fuel. So? Produced 25 tons of carbon dioxide. Again. You got that crew on you. You know the crew. Oh, yeah. Let that crew stay on me. If they can afford it, the hell with it. Because you know what I'll do? I'll just point uh, like to the Pacific Ocean, just go go a few thousand miles that way. China. I'm not doing any damage. You can do your part. I don't want to. You do your part. I'm not doing anything special here, and I don't have kids. Yep. So you figure it out. I hate people that get in my business about how I need to live my uh, environmental life. It was the, the thing that turned me off to the whole thing was the recycling people. That well, farce got so out of hand so fast, and the second you questioned it, you were the bad guy. And I'm like, I'd love to clean the earth up, but what you're doing isn't that. You just started a big business jobs program that does zero for recycling. You know who gets it right? Waste management, uh, the open. Because they actually do the work in front of you to make sure that everything's recyclable and they use recycled products and that's all you can get out there. But until that happened, I threw away four Coke cans this morning. They were in my Jeep clogging up space. Yeah. And I needed my cup holder for my fifth one. 
So I pulled it out, and they were there's still Coke in there. You think I'm going to go back in, rinse that out, and clean those, and then throw them? Nope, right into the blue bin. Right in. That recycling thing pisses me off because it's it, it fools dummies. Ice Cube was on Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, the podcast, and he was talking about uh, he wants Warner Brothers to give him the control of Friday, the Friday franchise, because he says I, they need to do the right thing. Get it to us. Let us turn in more money. Who? Just him? Warner Brothers. Give him the control of oh. the Friday franchise. They ain't doing that. Why in the world would... Yeah, was, that movie probably cost 50 bucks. Yeah. They didn't pay anybody. They didn't expect much. And it is... He's saying he wants control of it. Of course he does. And he can make Warner Brothers more money if he gets control. From what I read, other than Cube, everybody else in the movie made five grand. Period. Yeah. That's yeah. what, you know... That's it. Well, yeah. that's the thing, to get the other guys to make it. That's why they made Fridays 2 next Friday. Because they did it's just like the hangover. Yeah. The hangover, all those guys got paid dirt. But the aren't there like crazy? Four? There's, there's a bunch of three. them. Three. And there's Friday, next Friday, and then Friday after next. One and they and were trying to work on yeah. one. One and a half good ones. Yeah. And then yeah. they were trying to do another one and then like Debo died and then uh the, the old man died. Yeah, yeah so you Sorry. can't have it anymore. A bunch of dead guys yeah. on Friday. Chris Tucker doesn't do it anymore, does he? He did the third one. I think at this point he might. No, he, he might wasn't come back. In the third He one. wasn't in the third no, one. No, he might come back for this one, though. Yeah. He needs money. I would love to get involved in making that money. Sorry, ladies. HBO Max cancels uh, F-Boy Island after two seasons. But you still have two seasons. And you got that one that's coming out that Toledo did on the premature releases. That's right. Getting the groove back. Yeah. Bunch of 40-year-old ladies trying to bone 22-year-old poor kids. But they look great. And I don't blame you, ladies. Go nuts. This is good news. Jerry Bruckheimer is going to do the spinoff of the Pirates movie with Margot Robbie. Nice. Yeah. Remember, she said it doesn't look like it's happening. Because Johnny Depp is not allowed out. Yeah. But then Bruckheimer saw a picture of her. I'm like, no, I'm going to make this happen. I like that ladies are involved in this whole old lady, young man thing. Because, I mean, look at between Brady, me, and some F-boy. What do you think some woman in her 40s is going to want? Him? Gordon? Me? Come on. F-boy. <laughs> you gave Ronnie a run at you or an F-boy for a day? An F-boy is going to win that every time. I understand. Of course you do. You have eyes. <laughs> James Howard Jackson. Shot Ryan Fisher back in February of 2021. He was the guy that, he was Lady Gaga's dog walker. Mm. That dude got 21 years in prison. Should have been more. Yeah, you can't shoot people. Yeah, that's a that seems slight, doesn't it? Yeah. This is another rundown of um, jobs that rock artists had before they were famous. Chris Cornell worked as a fish handler for a seafood company. Had to wipe up the uh, slime and throw away the fish guts. Axel Rose, he was a manager at Tower Records in L.A. That's not surprising at all. Debbie Harry. From Blondie. Blondie, she was a Playboy bunny from 1968 to 1973. I've seen pictures of that. Yeah, she was a waitress. Jack White, he did upholstery and furniture repair. (laughs) The last one, Mick Jagger. (laughs) He was a hospital porter. (laughs) 
<laughs> you say Odelay for upholstery and furniture repair, and you're not wrong. Yeah, I'm just going to say, see, you, you were laughing because you knew exactly where I was going with it. Because when you pull around to get your stuff, Odelay. All right, thanks, guys. That was great work. That's why it was so believable when Nacho and his dad ran that upholstery oh, yeah. shop and better call Saul. <laughs> That's what you said. He's such a bigot. It's ridiculous. Like he finds it where nobody's looking. Upholstery. Who's ever made a joke you that's made exactly upholstery? You knew exactly where I was going, though. You were <laughs> right. Bigot, just go pick up your repaired yeah. furniture. Then Pin- call me. Pinche, pinche bread. <laughs> Stupid furniture's done. Orale. Don't, man. Mick Jagger was a hospital porter at a psychiatric facility. Right. <laughs> Looks like you're dying today, right? I've got to get a bucket out. I'm Batman. Hey, this one's pans full there, mate. Right, I know. I'll get to it in a second. Don't tell him his pans full. He'll get nervous, move it, will spill. Hey, old man, don't move. You're sitting in the bucket of your own filth. He and Keith wandered around. I've got asses to wipe, Keith. Right, I'm not helping with that at all. And then band practice. Right, after this we could go work, right? We could get some songs written. I don't know what we're going to write about, mate. All I've got is on the brains. <laughs> Watching all these elderly drop poops. Right, but we don't talk about that in the music, do we? Whatever. I don't feel very satisfied here. Hey, that's great. I'll write it down. Can't get no. <laughs> uh, all right, let's be done. I want to see Mick Jagger wiping an old man's ass. Because that's what I picture. He's a hospital orderly. Isn't that what they do? Yeah, well. They'll clean up poop and sheets. And- for sure. At a psychiatric facility oh, yeah. and, and more. Right, he's whipping this all over the room, mate. Quit it. He's spastic, man. He's crazy. Can't say spastic no more, Mick. It's like saying retard. They hate it. <laughs> well, I hate them. They throw at me, don't they? Rubber ball in the mouth. Mask him up. All right. Hi, my name's Mick. My friend Keith. We're here to put a rubber ball in your mouth and tie you to the corner so we can mop up. You sh** all over the room, mate. Yeah, we're going to mop up, all right. <laughs> he has to attach the rubber ball in the coat. You might be asking yourself, why has this coat got such long arms? We've got to tie it behind your back, then. Because you're a loony, too. I bet you Keith came out of the womb that way, like in fifth grade. It's like, all right, um, Keith Richards, are you present? <laughs> Right here, love. You're five years old. Put the cigarette out. Yeah, you're right. Wonder Probably going to kill me someday. Right? <laughs> no doubt it. He came up with the uh, 19th Nervous Breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> it could be where they roll. That's a great song, too. Yeah, was that Mommy's Little Pill? Here it comes. Mommy's Little Helper. Mommy's Little Helper. That's right. All right, we're done. Larry's Mother's coming up. Helper. Speaking of Mother's Little Helper, Larry is coming up next. He'll help you, Mama. Larry should be... Uh, on one of those shows where old ladies try to bang young guys. Of course, he's in his 40s, so it would be like 65-year-old women, but at least Larry gets a payday. Larry by himself. Larry Island. Larry Island. Bring all the ladies. You know, Larry is Larry Island. <laughs> it's just his house. <laughs> he doesn't go anywhere. But he's here for you today, and he's going to give you all sorts of chances. Chili, chili peppers, tickets, all that stuff. Brett's out today. Exceptional pets on Gilbert and around Baseline. Uh, from 4 to 6 p.m. for our food drive, uh, no stray left behind. And Brett will be out there from 4 to 6. Uh, and I think you're going to have the wrestling tickets. You're going to have uh, one of the first five rows. We'll yeah. grab those. And uh, he's going to entice you with gifts and prizes so you guys can help us out with our charity drive for the puppies, kitties, and all the fuzzy stuff that we love. That's it for us. You guys have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning. Sickness. So long!
Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.